0: Welcome, it's Shelby Kushmi here and this is Oracle 8 Podcast, High Frequency Transmissions on the Deeper Meaning of Life. It's been a while guys, how are we doing? So here we go. Um, yeah, it's been quite a while since I've actually talked on this microphone and i um, I'm excited to share some things that um, I think are super important uh, right now. And I think that one of, the, one of the most prevalent things right now is our Aries full moon we just went through um, that was conjunct Chiron, which Chiron is the, the planet called the wounded healer. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about our deep core wounds Um, dealing with those and how we deal with those in relationship because it's um, we're not just working with ourselves anymore most of us are have moved beyond the self and we're now looking at how we relate to our partners we relate to our community and how we relate to the world that's very much the sun being in the air in Aries and the moon being in Libra Um, the self versus others so Yeah, I don't know how you guys felt this full moon, but there was some serious aggression. I know that Aries is a fire sign. I know that Mars, we had Mars playing aspects of this, which is the God of War. So things got really fiery and could have gotten really fiery, especially um, if you had if you had resentments or frustrations or just emotions that you weren't dealing with that came to the surface, kind of came to a head. So... The first thing I wanted to talk about was these deep core wounds, these, um, you know, as human beings, we all enter into bodies, and we come onto this planet, um, not really uh, with clean slates, I don't believe. I believe that we can also come in with pain from our past, our past lives, and even if we didn't come in with pain from our past lives, where most of us are dealing with you know, childhood wounds, emotional needs that weren't met or, you know, serious trauma from from childhood. And as adults, we play those out. And how do we do that? We play those out in relationships. <laughs> and those can be partnerships, it can be co-working relationships, it can be family relationships, and it can be community relationships. So, all types of relationships, but most often it's the ones that we are the closest to that we start to play out these childhood wounds so i was going to share with you just some of the ways that i have learned how to deal with that over the years of really taking responsibility and acknowledgement for my own healing journey and understanding that you don't have to be alone you can be in a loving relationship and partnership and also do your own healing work because i think in the past we um, have all thought that we needed to go off and have some sort of um you know soul journey solo soul journey um by ourselves to to be healing these wounds and we actually can it's actually designed now and we have more tools than ever to to do them in relationship and do this in partnership so the first thing I will say is that um as much as you can um you know, if you're in a relationship now, hopefully you've spent some time by yourself. Hopefully you've spent some time single because the only reason that I know how to deal with my own wounds now um, that I'm in a relationship is um, from being single for so long um, and really having to um, look at myself. There's nobody else to blame. There's no distractions. It's just me and me and and my narrative. So. If you have not spent time alone and you've been in a relationship for a long time, um, this might be uh, a little more difficult. You might need to create some boundaries for yourself to get to know yourself. So the number one thing is dealing with your own emotional wounds the best you can. And like I said, those can be something as simple as when you were three years old, your parents got divorced and you felt lonely and rejected and abandoned. And there was an emotional need that wasn't met and it can be as traumatic as, um, you know, like your whole family died. So whatever it is for you, there are emotional wounds that are there that when you get into a relationship or a partnership you will absolutely start playing those out and if we don't work on those the first thing that we do our first defense mechanism is we blame the other person for doing something to us for harming us for making us feel terrible for making us feel rejected abandoned for making us feel not good enough right so my my challenge to you is to really look at that that wound was already there before that person came into place. And that wound was already there before the last person came into place. And that wound was already there before the last relationship. That wound has maybe been there pre birth, right? And your soul, the beautiful design that it is, will actually attract for you a partner that will clear that wound the fastest. And how does it get cleared? Well, it gets triggered. Universe goes, hey, uh, I'm going to trigger you and this is actually me helping you. This is actually me helping you out. I'm going to send you this painful trigger and hey, take it. right? And most of the time what we do is we just go in circles and blame the other person. And then, you know, sometimes either breaking up, divorcing, um, and then just continuing taking, carrying that wound with us to the next relationship. So a couple ways that you can uh, help, help your own emotional wounds, right? So number one is to figure out what they are and how you figure out what they are is universe will show you, right? So it's anything that you're getting triggered by. So triggered meanings you're having intense emotional feelings over something, right? That's your trigger. So number one, that's your that's your indication. Number two is to go in and actually feel when is the first time I felt this, right? And you could probably go back, well, my last boyfriend did this, or my last girlfriend did this. Um, you know, maybe my parents did this, but we want to really go to the first time that you felt this feeling. And that requires some meditation. That requires you to sit down by yourself, maybe even lie down deep breathing, and really go into that feeling, lean into it. So not distracting yourself by, you know, turning on Netflix or grabbing a tub of ice cream or, you know, going out with friends. I mean, those are all things that, you know, people say sometimes are, you know, healthy ways to deal with pain. But really the the best way to deal with it is to actually just feel it and go into it and sometimes it's super super painful and sometimes you do need assistance and you need a trained therapist you know or an energy healer to help you go through that and um, if you do please reach out to me or a a therapist or an energy healer um, in your area So going into it and then number three is you know after you have realized wow this pain actually came from this feeling of abandonment actually came from when I was three years old and my parents got divorced and I didn't know where I was going to go you can actually look at your partner in front of you and say thank you. Thank you for triggering me in this way. Thank you for saying what you said, did what you did, because it actually brought up a deep, deep wound that I needed to look at and heal. And that's such a gift, because now you don't take that into the next relationship. Now you don't take that into the next argument. You take responsibility for it, you acknowledge it, you heal it, and then that's how we come together. And if your partner can understand that, and your partner can be there for you for that, that is that's a freaking national holiday, right? If you've got a partner like that, that is beautiful. Thank you to all the partners who are doing that right now. If you don't have a partner that is doing that, if you have a partner that is in in their own pain, right, in their own pain and suffering and in their own defensiveness and trying to defend their own childhood wounds, it's going to be very difficult for you to to try to communicate this with your partner. So you might just have to do this on your own and maybe um, a therapist or a friend can help you. So that's the first thing. um, And that's all coming up right now. We've got all of that on the table while this full moon is in Aries and opposing Chiron, the wounded healer. We have a beautiful Libra moon coming up, a new moon in Libra, which is gonna bring up a lot of balance um, for us in our lives. and maybe show us where some things are out of balance so um, if you want to you know end tumultuous relationships and you'd like to go into um, more sovereignty and more peace and calmness in your life definitely I would say that the most important thing is that path of learning how to heal and acknowledge our own wounds so um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, and this is something that came up for me um, over, you know, over COVID and just over my, my year of relationship, um, not having a relationship actually. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because I know a lot of um, people out there are still single and they're still looking for um, the right relationship. And I wanted to share with you guys that I did a, a relationship course by these women called Rising Women, um, called You Are the One. And in this course, um, through this course, you know, after multiple unhealthy, toxic relationships in my life, uh, attracting, attracting emotionally unavailable people. Um, I decided that, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to figure out what the hell's going on here, you know? I'm this, this teacher, this spiritual teacher, and this leader, and yet I cannot get my shit together in relationship. So I was ready to, I was ready to get some help, and this course was amazing. Um, in this course, you basically go through your relationship inventory and you you basically ask you know what do i truly desire um in a partner and and what are my core values and where do i give up these core values over and over again because a i don't think that i can get what i want in the relationship i don't think that it exists um or you know whatever it is whatever wounding i have from my past keeps attracting these situations over and over again and it was so profound to do this course and to really write down what i truly desired in a partner because what i truly desired in a partner was not what i was attracting at all at all i was attracting emotionally unavailable people i was attracting um, avoidant people i was mistaking you know, intensity for intimacy, and um, I was making all kinds of compromises that I wouldn't typically, um, you know, consider in order to give the relationship a chance. So I highly recommend this course. Uh, It's called You Are The One, and it's by Rising Woman. And, um, if you're, if you're single still out there and you are, or even if you're in a relationship and you and your partner wanted to do this course, I think that would be absolutely profound. So I wanted to just go through a couple of things, um, in that, in that course that I learned that were pretty profound for me. So, um, one of the things that I, that I recognized and realized that was that time and time again that I would absolutely sort of throw to the wayside um, the things that, that my heart and soul really desired in a relationship, which was trust and safety and honesty and communication, and I would throw those to the wayside for... Intensity, attraction, um, you know, thinking that this person and I have this intense connection because of our sexual relationship or because maybe, you know, he's he was a past life partner and it's super intense. I'll tell you right now. If you meet somebody and you feel like that they are a karmic partner or that they're a past life partner and you have a, an intense relationship with them, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy, right? You can be in a karmic relationship with somebody and be very unhealthy. So just know that now. <laughs> um, and for a relationship to work, a soul connection must go both ways, right? So um, if you're attracting emotionally unavailable people, that's one of the indications is that that person has to feel the same way about you that you feel about them and there has to be yeah. you know honesty and, and really real core values there. So um, a couple things that I, w- I was going to talk about too is that um, why are we attracted to unavailable people? Well, um, the first one that I realized, which was really hard to realize was um, low self-esteem and, and feeling unworthy of love and um that comes from you know really deep childhood wounds that i traced back to you know to childhood when i was really young um like birth i was premature i was six weeks early i was in they rushed me to you know the um the icu and i was in an incubator for six weeks and really not able to have much communication or connection with my mother or father other than my mom would feed me so that led to a lot of feelings of abandonment and insecurity. And as a child, um, I would never be able to know that or, or understand that. But as an adult, we, we come to a place where we can emotionally start to feel those wounds and understand them. So uh, that was one of the reasons I was attracting unavailable people. Um, Another reason can be dysfunctional parenting, right? You kind of have an inner radar for your partners and, you know, you mirror unhealthy dynamics that your parents had. Um, Codependency is one. You believe that your love can change or save someone. I had that. Um, You know, definitely picking partners that because I am an empath and I am an energy healer and I would pick partners that I would immediately know how to heal, right? And spend the entire relationship trying to heal them. Um, don't let your relationship be uh, a project (laughs) okay you want to be able to um, have your work be your work and relationship be your your relationship that's another one that I learned Um, the other one is um, the thrill of the chase you know you're addicted to this biological exhilaration of the hunt Um, you know it's It's like, um, I want what someone else has instead of being grateful for my own blessings kind of thing. And that was, that came with maturity. You know, that came with maturity. Um, Fear of commitment, fear of commitment or fear of loss, attracting unavailable people, if you're uh, a fear of commitment, it's safer to keep a distance, you know, especially if you've been hurt or betrayed or if you've suffered a great loss. Um, Sometimes you can have that that fear or I'm gonna leave you before you leave me kind of deal just you know acknowledge, acknowledge these things guys I mean we've all done it and you know there's nothing to be ashamed about just acknowledge it um, another one is um, you're you're willing to settle so um, perhaps you haven't been in a sexual relationship for some time and then here comes this charismatic mr. or mrs. Wright lavishing you with attention. Um, You know it's all wrong but you settle for it because you know something is better than nothing. Um, That's another one. And then you're seduced by the white knight syndrome, right? You want to be saved. Um, You want someone to swoop in and save you and um, take you away from your life. That was another hard one uh, lesson that I learned too. It was like um you know what i wasn't doing what i needed to do to to make my life fulfilling so if anybody came along that looked a little bit better than what i had now i would i would jump ship and um that led to you know a lot of pain and suffering so making your life as awesome as you could possibly make it as much joy as much fulfillment as you can without that partner before that partner comes um yeah, so those are some things that I kind of learned, and and it's it's not something that you can see um, when you're in it per se. It's really it's really tough to see when you're in it. I will I will say that. So anybody that's in it or anybody that that has been in it, please don't judge yourself um, for you know getting into these relationships because we all are trying to deal with you know, the best we can. We're trying to deal with pain and suffering um, in our life and to make our life feel good. So of course we make choices that we think are gonna make our, ourselves feel good and cared for. <clears throat> but this is what we're doing as a collective, and this is what we're doing um, in humanity, and as these conscious beings, which all of you are if you're listening to this, is that when we are here to consciously evolve um, in humanity is that we start we start looking at these things, and we start taking inventory, and we start acknowledging and really being vulnerable um, to, to what we need and being um, uh, vulnerable to... Um, the pain um, that can really be a catalyst for you to go higher in your life. Um, You know, your pain really is your medicine, and other people's pain is their medicine, so don't try to take it for them. Um, Yeah, guys, uh, I know that was... um, that was a little bit heavy. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too heavy, but um, that's—it's been a little while since I've been on, and I wanted to just share that because I know that we are—we, you know, we're in some heavy energies right now, and i, I want us to all—I um, want us to all thrive instead of just feeling like we're surviving. So, hopefully, that helped some of you, and you know, always remember that my intention uh, for this is you know, that each and every soul listening remembers the divine perfection that they are. Um, And I hope that you guys all feel that way. So um, to just to close up, let's just go ahead and just take a, a deep breath in and exhale it out. And just drop into your body drop into your heart space. Just arrive with each exhalation, just Say hello to yourself wherever you're at. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Just say that a few times to yourself. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. I am grateful. And just breathe that into every cell of your body, no matter what you've been through. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And let your heart be filled with your own acceptance, with your own unconditional love, with your own kindness, with your own caring with your own forgiveness, because if you're not gonna do it, you can't expect anybody else to. Okay, so let's just put our hands on our heart in this very moment and breathe in that unconditional love, compassion, forgiveness, and kindness towards yourself, towards ourselves, towards all others that are working through this stuff on this planet. We are all working through the same Core wounds. There's like five of them. <laughs> we're only working through five core wounds as a, as a humanity on this planet right now. And we're all going through them together. So please don't think that you are separate from anybody else. We're all dealing with this together. We're just in different phases of this journey. So I thank you for listening this evening, you guys. And please, if you have any questions or if you do need some assistance, please reach out. I do energy healing. I do coaching. um, And I'm happy to, to work with you no matter where you're at on your path. guys if you liked this podcast please like or subscribe you can find me on podbean you can find me on itunes i also have lots of meditations and yoga on my instagram and also my facebook page so please follow like and subscribe i also have a lot of these energy healing tips on my youtube channel